Ooh. All right. Hi, uh, welcome to the Neurostick Podcast. We are on a mission to flip the script on neurodiversity in cybersecurity, technology, society, and culture. My name is Nathan Chung, and today my, I have the pleasure of introducing my special guest, Peter Zhao. Welcome, Peter. Hey, thank you so much. You know, I had a, I had a much better setup before, but you know, I had a sudden te technical difficulty. You know, but yeah, no I, got, I got backup. We all got some backup in life. You know, so yeah, finally, finally get to meet you. You know, it's just so so good. You know, I mean, I think this is the first time we finally get to, to get to go person yeah. to person instead of you know typing yes. back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's get started. Yeah. Neurodiversity refers to variations in the human brain regarding sociability, learning, attention, mood, and other mental functions. These conditions include typically include ADHD, autism, dyslexia, dyspraxia, Tourette's, and more. Out of these, I have absolutely no clue about Tourette's. <laughs> and you're the first person I've ever met who has Tourette's. Uh, so Peter, can you, can you share more about yourself and what Tourette's is and how it affects you? Oh, sure, sure, definitely, definitely. Um, I just a side note, you know. Uh, did did you were you on my uh, on the podcast when when Felicia was doing that uh, talking yeah, Taiwan? Is, is that how you? How yeah, you yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, that was like it was ago. right. Yes. All right, the Zoom has about stop Asian hate, right? Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah, because I was also talking about Tourette's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've been busy. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> no, no, don't worry. Yeah, we all got a lot of things on, on our hands, you know. So it's crazy, you know. So yeah, so Tourette syndrome. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very honored to be the first Tourette guest on your show. And um, you know, before before coming on the, on your show, I had to do some more research. Just make sure all my stuff are intact, you know. You know, so even though I advocate this stuff, you know, but. It's a lot of technical information, a lot of really, you know, you have to know some biology, some chemistry, you know, because it's involving chemicals, you know. So uh, I, I just I just I just reviewed another article over uh, the relationship between Tourette syndrome and autism. You know? So um, <clears throat> see, Tourette, Tourette syndrome is a is a type of tick disorder. It's a. Uh, Neurological disorder associated with semi-involuntary movements. <laughs> and these ticks are broken down into types of ticks. Uh, you have <clears> hey <throat> motor ticks, anything from facial movement, jaw movements, uh, uh, shoulder, lower body, you could be shaking your leg. That's that's a that's a motor tick. <clears throat> and I make a lot of noise, and that's vocal tick, and you could be and some some of some of the most pop I, I shouldn't say popular ticks, but yeah, but a lot of us with Tourette's, you know, started with uh, beginner ticks, then we advanced onto uh, more advanced ticks, you know. So so some <laughs> of us started with with, with with coughing, clearing the throat, hey, um, uh, making a grunting noise. Uh, see my hey, my hey, this this I didn't have vocal ticks in the beginning, but this came later we'll talk about medication side effect also there's types of vocal tics i'm sure you heard of some people say people with Tourette syndrome likes to bleep out obscenity it's true some of us do that but not all of us hmm. I, i've been through it we had cropolalia cropolalia it's it's when you have uh, uh, difficulty controlling saying out speaking out obscenity I had that. Mm. I used to, I, I used to say like you know fuck you bitch <laughs> repeatedly, right? I also have uh, cropographia, um, which is uh, um, difficulty controlling writing or drawing obscenities. You know, like 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 you know I'm not gonna lie. I had a period of times I like to doodle penises. You know. <laughs> You know, I, oh, I, I school books on, on table and, you know, people just think he's a perverted kid, but I don't really know what's happening. But then later on, I found out besides cropolalia, there's also cropographia, you know, wow. but that also, <laughs> they also went away. But my current tick, it's actually an evolution of cropolalia. It actually came from uh fuck you bitch that <laughs> I, 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 I figured out, I, I figured out a way 
uh, well, now you when they when they take cognitive cognitive behavior um, therapy, they teach you these skills uh, how to create competitive behavior. <laughs> um, so instead of saying FUB, uh, I do a different movement that can help me relieve mm. that that you know that that trigger, right? Like I can help me relieve that. So so uh, so that's how I developed these these new ticks hey, through years of practice. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I would love to bleep it out if you be, but it's you know, it's not so socially acceptable, right? So I have to say something else. So, so, so for vocal tics, there's a lot of different different things, but but for Tourette's, you know, there's also they call comorbidities, right? So there are a lot of co-occurring symptoms, uh, secondary diagnosed along with Tourette's syndrome. So these comorbidities. Uh, 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 pretty much the whole, you know, they have this whole, I mean, this whole chart, the Torek iceberg, right? Mm. Uh, this very popular diagram that shows uh, the tip of the iceberg is physical ticks, like motor ticks, vocal ticks, and the stuff you can see. But underneath the ocean is the larger part of the iceberg. And that's mm. all pretty much behavioral health stuff. ADHD, OCD, anxiety, depression, manic, uh, this manic bipolar and yes, autism. So, mm-hmm. um, they actually say Tourette syndrome and, and autism share, share, share the, the spectrum. <laughs> and also it wouldn't be, uh, I, I did some check. I looked it up. People say it's, it wouldn't be, you know, prime, uh, primary diagnosis, autism, secondary Tourette, but mm-hmm. more like Tourette and then secondary autism. <laughs> Right, so my comorbid comorbidity is is ADHD, very common among among Tourette's. Also, my 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 other comorbidities is is OCD, and actually OCD is pretty much the roots of Tourette syndrome. Mm. And what makes uh, Tourette and autism very similar is that uh, there's a theory talking about the the chemical imbalance, dopamine imbalance within the basal ganglia uh, of your brain. And so that's where the whole auto connection come from, you know. So yeah, that's the that's the basic gist of Tourette syndrome. It's semi involuntary tic disorder. Mm. It's the neurological disorder, but it's not just just one thing, you know. It's a, that's why it's a syndrome. It's a composite of a lot of a lot of things all together to make up Tourette syndrome. So that that's why you, if you ever look up online on on diagnosis of Tourette syndrome, it's not just based on tics, you know. It's based on the type of tick, the level of ticks, you know, of course, are these ticks, are your Tourette syndrome affecting your daily life? If that's mm. the case, that, there goes your diagnosis. Mm, that's interesting. Yep, yep. Thank you. That was very informational. Yeah, but like I said, you're the very first person I ever met that has it. So it's a learning experience for me. <laughs> I, I think what makes it harder is growing up Asian. It, being Asian and having such neurodiverse conditions, it's, it's harder because I know that, like for me, growing up in a traditional Asian family with my condition, which is autism and ADHD, was really hard because a lot of these Asian cultures is based on like Confucian thought that puts, it puts pressure on Asian families to focus on things like academics. You got like, yeah. to be focused on like doing well on tests and getting a like, fancy job. So on top of that, there's this pressure and a strong sense of duty and responsibility to take care of the family. And as a result, this leads to many Asians not getting mental health help because it's like, it's like we gotta be quiet or else we bring shame to the family. Like growing up in Hawaii, I watched a lot of this stuff like this on Korean dramas and in America, it's like, it's almost like comedy, but for Asian, it's a huge deal like to be disowned or to not have your family's backing. It's like literally like stabbing your own heart. <laughs> how, how do you feel growing up in, as an Asian? Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm not. You know, first of all, I'm not born here, right? So uh, I'm I'm born in mm. in, in uh, the city of Nanjing, uh, province of Jiangsu, and I was in China. You know, this is a uh, mainland China or People's Republic of China, and I was born there, and I grew up there, and I basically came came to the U.S. when I was ten years old. So I been calling myself a New Yorker for the last 30 years. And, but, you know, I, I, I have my roots from, from China. Uh, while I understand um, the, 
See, family structure is it's, 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 it's very important. It's very different. Um, I, from, from my own perspective uh, of my own upbringing, uh, you know, because, you know, because of China's past, uh, because of the, the Sino-Japanese war, because of uh, the split, the political split in China, right? you know, Taiwan, China, you know, because of cultural revolution, because of a lot of these things from the past that have great, greatly impact on, on China's future generation, which, which is me, you know, I'm born in the one child policy. So, you know, I grew up with a whole bunch of kids. We only, we only have, we only, we don't have any siblings. So, you know, that's why you got to take this into, into perspective also, right? Uh, half of my family I grew up with, they're very liberal. They're mm. like artists. Uh, my, my, my father's mother, uh, is she, until now, she's still alive. Right? She, she's, she's one of the oldest person around. She's, she's, she will be one or three this year, actually. And she's a poet. She writes. She wow. translates. Uh, my 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 father's father, my grandfather, also poet, writes. Also, he actually speaks five different languages, and, and he translates books. <laughs> That's my incredible. Father, right, my father uh, used to be a director, movie director in China. So so basically, my father's side, they're all laid back, open minded. Uh, my my, I mean, my especially how my grandmother when she grew up, you know, that's that's uh, in the early early days of the Republic of China. So so that's when the the big swath of China is is trying to get some democracy out of it mm -hmm. uh, before the war mm -hmm. came. So so she she grew up, you know, she grew up in a, a, a bureaucratic family, very traditional, mm -hmm. um, like a, a banker family who has. Back in the Qing Dynasty, they had some royalty connections. Wow. So, so it's one of those typical uh, Chinese, uh, like ancient ways, you know, like you know, you know, a big, a big house with multiple courtyards, and oh and, 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 and and the and the father is the is the is the head of the household, and the king there, and he has like multiple wives. So so <laughs> he was brought up in that kind of environment, um, but she also was brought up in in in, in missionary schools. So, so she's very westernized. So that's why she's very, very open-minded about a lot of things. So that's why growing up, see, my Tourette didn't start until I was eight years old. Mm. <laughs> so even though when, when it first started, the only thing I was doing is basically like, sticking on my tongue, <laughs> sticking on my tongue. <laughs> uh, I think, I think uh, on one of my recent you know, freestyle rap I was talking about, you know, from the stick of the tongue, right? From the stick of the tongue. Uh, so, so, so that was the only movement I had when I was eight years old. So my father basically thought it's a bad habit. My mother mm. wasn't, wasn't around at the time when my Tourette first started because she, she already went to the U.S. at the time. Uh, my mom, my mom's side of family is very different. You know, her, her, her parents, they were basically the, the peasant class. They were farmers. They were, they were from a different, different province. So, so when the war came, they got hit really hard. They got nothing. So mm -hmm. they basically followed uh, Chairman Mao. They were like the first, this is before the whole, uh, be, before, Libera before Liberation Army even became a name, right? So this is like the, the Red Army. So, mm -hmm. the first, so, so they followed them. So they were war heroes, and they were given government jobs, and then they got fucked over during the Cultural Revolution, and they got totally they got tortured. So my father, my mom's seen a lot of yeah, she's seen a lot of crazy things. So she's hardened through the way she grew up, and and uh, you know she she used to tell me she have seven sisters. You know when Cultural Revolution started, uh, her parents were basically being labeled. Uh, counter-revolutionary. It was wow. all lies because it's all lies. Just people basically they're trying to survive, so they they wrap people up, right? Or they make up stories. And the the people that's putting them on trial, they have their kids. They red guard their kids, you know. <laughs> the young kids, you know, like like when kids go out and protest, the same kind of energy. So so my mom used to watch her parents get beat 
right? That spit on every day. So she stood there for for weeks, hoping people will show some sympathy. That a 13 year old girl standing there, hoping that you want you you will be easier on on, on on my father, but they were not. So so wow. my mom eventually can't stand it anymore. So she joined the rest of the young kids, went to the countryside. And so that's what people did in Cultural Revolution when you're young. You either go to the countryside or you're going to go join the military. So, so in the countryside, my mom <clears throat> trying to get better and better. So she basically self-taught and eventually she, she got enrolled in, in, in a famous university, learned English. So <clears throat> I think through all this traumas and struggle, she, 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 she developed a lot of mental health issues. Mm. Right, but because she grew up in this tough-hearted way, and she she grew up with this, uh, uh, you know, disciplinarian, abusive, dominant father in in the house, and she had to had to compete with seven sisters. So she she developed a lot of complex. Um, so that's why my mom, my father, even my father has said, my father thinks my mom had bipolar disorder, and mm. my father's thinks that she has pretty severe form of OCD. So my father actually recommended her to see a, uh, to see a doctor. I mean, at the time in, in, in late 70s, early 80s in China, there are really no specific psychiatrists or, mm -hmm. or, or, or so, you know, you just one doctor. So my father actually recommended my mom to see the doctors. My mom always refused. My mom, you know, she doesn't believe in mental health problems, right? She, she knows there are, she knows there are basically she'll call crazy people, right? People, oh, you know, like, you know, you know, she, she when she thinks of mental health, you know, old school thinking, right? Mental yes. health. She would think of people, people inside institutions, you know, right? So, so she she wouldn't think of anything small to her. To her, anything small, uh, she can always bypass it, hit hard <laughs> with low power, right? Yeah. So that, that's how she is. My father is different. My father is a lot more laid back. You know, he's an artist. And, uh, but at the same time, he's while he's open-minded, but but that motherfucker's got a lot of ego, you know. <laughs> right? So so my dad oh, is my. also he's also he's also very ignorant about Tourette's. That's why you know at eight years old when I had my uh, tongue when I used to stick on my tongue all the time, he used to call that a bad habit. And then when we when we go see a doctor, the doctor even said this is a bad habit. Doctor oh. said doctor basically said this is like. Like it's like growing pain, right? It's a bad habit. He's gonna grow out of it, which in a way it's kind of true. You know, it's a good way to put it. You know, I got kids. When I see them have ticks or whatever, I don't want to overthink it, right? I actually, I'm gonna ignore it. You know, hopefully it's gonna go away. So, so there are some signs to that, but you, you shouldn't call this a, 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 you know, a bad behavior right? or or some kind of a mm. bad habit. Yeah. So, but that's that's how he saw it, right? But I got diagnosed here in the States. So I came here in, at, at 10. My mom and my, my dad, they, they, they love each other, but they always fight. So I, for as long as I live, I always seen them fighting every day over small stuff. You know, I, you know I, I'm, I'm in a relationship. I know, you know, we always fight over small stuff. Yes. So, but so yeah, they fight with small stuff and it gets crazy. And I always see my mom is the more aggressive one, throwing stuff. But my, my father... <laughs> My father likes to mess my mom's mind, you know. So sometimes that's why my father actually, he he, you know, he he, he committed adultery. Actually, he, he uh, wow, he actually yeah, he did that trying to stimulate her. You no, know? so it's a really, you know, it's a really messed up thing. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah. So, so that's why right. when they when now when they came when my father came to the states, um, my mom came first. Right? Mom came first. See, you know, even in even in in the eighties, late eighties, you know. Uh, not every Chinese come to the U.S. because they want to flee from communist China. No, yep. okay. There are people, but at the same time, there are also people are, who are doing better, right? Yep. People will say, "Yeah, your mom grew up in an elite." No, man, her her parents were peasants, you know. Mm. But that's just how things things work, you know, through history. So you know, mm. he, she came to the states because she was successful already in China. So she came to the states trying to get a get American. Uh, venture capitalists to take interest and come back to the U come back to China. But June 4th happened, Tiananmen Square. Mm. And that was a huge turnoff for Americans. So so she stayed, 
right? She didn't have to stay. Trust me, my mom could have could have had a better life if she stayed in China. But she she wanted to, you know, later on I, I found out she wanted to escape from her 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 from the demons of the past, especially mm-hmm. those traumas she grew up. So mm-hmm. she, you know, despite you know China China. You know, we all know China got a lot of problems. And China, China also got a lot of good stuff, you know. But for people who, who, who started with China, you know, those all the bitter stuff, you know. So she, she want to shake it off. So that's why mm-hmm. she had to start over in, in, in U.S. But when she told me to come, you know, I actually called her a traitor on the phone. I didn't want to come. Oh my! I didn't want to come. I, I, I didn't see what's the point. You know, I mean, uh, I, I have always been the, the kind of a person who's very easily satisfied. So I like the finer things in life. So, so you know, I don't really complain about this and that. So that's why I'm very easygoing. So I don't understand. Plus, I was I was small, I was young at, at the time. You know, but you know, of course, I have no choice. So I came, my father. Yep. And after my father. My father came here and he, because of language issues, plus he used to be a holder, like a, you know, a director job in film. So he, he can't, he, he doesn't like it. So eventually he went back. As soon as he went back, my parents got divorced. So, so that's also when my Tourette just, just got even worse. So, mm. you know, they, they say Tourette syndrome is hereditary. The 50-50 chance of passing, whether you're a boy or girl, uh, they also say there's more chance, actually more chance of passing for uh, for girls than guys. But although I have seen more boys exhibit uh, have, having Tourette's syndrome. And also Tourette's syndrome can can start, some people have Tourette's syndrome stop because of bad side effects, even like from vaccines, from medication. So there are a lot of, lot of, lot of variables out there. So, but... But the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, there is this trigger point that got me more severe. It's because when parents got divorced. But at mm. the same time, I wasn't surprised they got divorced because I saw them fighting all the time. So I was kind of, even though I was, 30, I was 12, but I was kind of glad they, they got divorced because, because I thought it's meant, meant to happen, you know. But when, when my Tourette got, got crazy, got, got more severe, so it's a lot more than just sticking out a tongue. So I already have, I already, you know, trying to repeat fuck all the time. <laughs> I, I had shoulder movements. Sometimes I'm, I, I shake so much. People think I'm having a seizure. I was, I was having tough time, tough time in school, man. I was, I was uh, getting, mm. I was getting uh, bullied by everybody, man. You know what I mean? Oh this, yeah, I know this, that feeling. <laughs> this was a time when I was uh, just, you know, first, second year in the U.S. So I'm, I'm still learning English. So I'm, I got a heavy accent. And so there, there are a lot of reasons for people to pick on me, you know, you know especially for, for my color, my, my skin. But everybody pick on me. So even all the Asians, all the Chinese, everybody picked on me because I'm different, you know. So, so, so even, you know, you know, even the, those people who get bullied for other reasons, they pick on me. They found a way. They found a way to, 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 to you know, let out, to vent, to vent on me because I'm the freak of the school, you know. Right? Yeah, that's you know my mom my mom was uh she was uh, she felt embarrassed. I know she felt embarrassed. You know, at first she really don't know what's going on, she was scared. Uh, I know she's embarrassed, you know, this is a tremendous uh you know uh bad for your face, you know, Chinese yes. face, right? It's very bad for your image. And at the same time, she also felt very guilty because she feels I know somewhere inside her she feels maybe Maybe she have mental uh, health conditions and she never got diagnosed, but she never admit that part. But she feel mm-hmm. guilty is, is because of her relationship, you know, with my father. She feel that I, I have been traumatized all this time. Maybe this is the reason why I have this. <clears throat> so, you know, before I got diagnosed, uh, before I saw a Western doctor about this, you know, I saw my PCP, which he doesn't know anything about Tourette, they, they, they actually, he actually thought maybe there's a bad habit or something, oh you know, and, uh, um, we saw a Chinese doctor, we saw a world journal, was a very famous Chinese doctor in Flushing, New York at the time, uh, we went to see him, uh, you know, he, that was the first time I realized acupuncture needle can actually lock, lock up ticks, so he had mm. needle in, in pressure points, and I will, I, will, I will talk about how these pressure points work. And uh, he had them in, in the pressure points that basically is locked by ticks. 
And also when I when I try to tick, and I feel the painful electric shock. So it, it's it's definitely a behavior modification. So you, you don't dare to tick. But once the needles are out, you tick all come back. Yeah. But but this person, um, instead of you know selling my mom uh, a a traditional uh, acupuncture therapy uh, regimen, so he he actually wanted to sell my mom a magic pill. Uh, oh. Insurance can cover that, and this is back in like early nineties. That costs like fucking two hundred dollars a pill. Oh. It's ridiculous. So it, it's a ripoff. Unfortunately, you know, unfortunately for many of us in immigrants living in America, you know, uh, you know, we we have been subjected to to abuse from our own people. Unfortunately, yeah, that's you true. Know, there are, there are bad people among our our own people who like to take advantage. You know, yeah. people. So unfortunately, I ran into some person like that, even though he's a renowned doctor, but he's try, still trying to swindle me. So we said, forget this person. So eventually, we went to see American doctor at North Shore uh, University Hospital. Uh, that doctor, Dr. Shapiro, he was actually a renowned doctor in the field of Tourette's syndrome at the time. So he actually revolutionized in using, because there are no specific medication for Tourette's. So he revolutionized in using other psychoactive medicines to treat that treat other things to to try to suppress Tourette's syndrome and um, and that with that there's also a very interesting story too but i don't want to take up too much time you know yeah that's fine but, but like i said you know i personally didn't didn't feel that type of i mean you know what, my mom, my mom did try to, you know what, my mom did try to hide my Tourette a lot. Mm. That's why when, even though, see, I, when I was taking medication, you know, I think this is going to be, this is a good question. And also, yeah. also <laughs> I, 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 I'm someone who knows this, this answer very well. So I'm going to give you something you never heard before. Right? So, so there is a medication I used to take called Aurap, a.k.a. Pimazide. It, it used to treat, it, it's, uh, it's antipsychotic. It treats schizophrenia but dr shapiro actually used this on, on people with tourette's because this is an antipsychotic and tourette's associated with adhd it's it's up right so it's it's, it's hyperactive so 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 orap can can surprise ticks so 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 it's very very interesting story about orap the orap was about to get canceled out of the market and that's when when the group of Tourette syndrome um, activists went to the DC, and they 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 basically created something very new. So this, for the first time ever ever, the government created a a a a a, um, a, a, a special uh, provision, right, to uh, to reimburse pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies uh, to produce fringe medicines. The medicines that they can't sell anymore. So, so but mm -hmm. but there are fringe communities like Tourette's that can use it. So in this case, the manufacturer of Orap gets reimbursed for whatever loss they they, they 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 get. But they continue to produce this not because of schizophrenia, but because of other conditions like Tourette's syndrome. So when I was taking Orap in the first year taking it, it was it was really good. Uh, I didn't have some of the main side effects like tardiness. Being mm -hmm. very tired, I didn't. People say they experienced stomach cramp, things like that. I didn't really have it, um, but uh, you know, it definitely took away uh, most of my or most of my ticks. Took away most of my vocal ticks. Took away most of my motor ticks. So at some at some time, I just think I I, I look normal. My mom wanted me to look normal, right? Yep, of that's course. common. You know, right? Very common. Uh, so, but you know, but by 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 the third year taking it, it it's you can tell it's, it's, it doesn't really work anymore, right? Uh, and also, I, I also grew out of uh, some of my early day ticks. So, so whether I take medicine or don't, med don't take medicine, some of the stronger ticks are just not there anymore, right? Mm. But, but this medicine also gave me some weird side effect. So, so I took this medicine for, for eight years straight, eight years straight, okay? Yes. All right, and, and 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 this is one of the stronger medicine too. So, you know, uh, unfortunately, unlike unlike this day, this day and age, and I personally, I work I work in managed care uh, a company. Uh, I work with New York Medicaid, right? So, uh, you know, I work with behavioral health uh, departments. I, I I so I also work with a lot of 
federal government and state rules uh, compliances, uh, especially when it comes to these psychoactive medicines, you know, it's 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 very very serious. That's right. Because nowadays, you know, we we all the doctors making sure patients are getting labs every three months and they have consultation. They wax and wane the dosage. But you know, back in the nineties, I heard about wax and wane. But not everybody, not every doctor did wax and wane. Also, not every neurologist, psychiatrist know whole lot about Tourette's syndrome or mm. how to use medicine to treat these conditions. So I wasn't giving the best, best uh, uh, direction, right? That's why I tell people, even though medicine messed me up so bad, but I'm not mm. against medicine because I haven't tried enough medicine. Also, back then, medicine was very badly managed, right? But despite, uh, uh, you know, the side effect I had uh, after about three or four years taking this medicine, I started hearing voices, right? So, oh, my. So one, one, of the, one of the tics associated with Tourette's is called intrusive thoughts. The intrusive thoughts is related to OCD. So basically, it throws, it throws imageries uh, in, in your head. Mm. So a lot of kids uh, experience this. They, they complain to their parents because they see uh, violent things, sometimes violent, sometimes beyond their age, sexual things. It could be things they saw, uh, and, but it repeats in the head. Right? And, and they didn't purposely try to create this stuff. It just manifests. So I have this thing already, but with the medication, it just enhanced it. So basically, uh, every time I'm saying playing basketball, I miss a shot and people say, ah, you suck. And then, and then I, I start to blame myself. I'm like, yeah, you suck. As soon as that happened, I just, I just, I just hear my conscience. This little guy in my head say, "You hmm. suck, you suck." Oh, right? So, 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 so years went on. Right? It went from one voice to two, two, three voice, and then these voice sounded like my mother. Also, um, uh, the reason why it sounded like my mother because because you know we were in a a, a tough a love and hate relationship. We fight so much, and I was in my teen. Uh, I'm having side effects. I have my Tourette's. My hormones raging, um, man. We fight all the time. I call nine one one on her like like freaking so many times. She used to pick up from the other end and tell the operator, "Don't listen to my son. You know he's crazy, <laughs> right?" And then and then the nine one one operator be like, "Ma'am, yeah, you need to t you, you, yeah." Well, back then, now it's different. Now they they are very sensitive about things. Back yeah. then, like, "Ma'am, yeah, you need to you need to you know take." Take care of your, your son better, you know. You know so <laughs> don't call us, you know. Call us for a real emergency, right? You know, so so we used to fight all the time, you know. So so eventually I tell my mom, mom, the medicine doesn't work anymore because I hear voices. It's crazy. I said, mom, these voices don't go away unless I go to sleep. And she doesn't believe me. And, and mm -hmm. especially when I told her these voices sound like you, right? And she she thinks I'm she thinks I'm I'm a rebel. She got mad, oh, right? My. right? And then the doctors also don't believe this, that I'm hearing voices. So they don't understand. Also, my mom said, everybody hear voices, son. Everybody, right? So that's, that's what you call thinking out loud, right? You, you're talking to your conscience. That's nothing, right? Stop making yourself feel so special when you're not, right? That's that's very traditional uh, way of Yes. Thinking, right? Yes. So also she very she she hide it. So even though I tell her I don't want to take the medication anymore, she's continuing to to force me to take it because it looks good. Also, even though I'm not ticking yes. like before, for her, even though I still have ticks, but then she's blinded uh, by her own will. She feels as long as that's medication, you know, my son is normal. Right? But uh, throughout this time, she she. She wanted me to take medication. Whenever I go outside to see her friends, I got to take it. I got to take it. Oh, but you God. know what? You know what? I was also dependent on it, right? I, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, you know, I wasn't like, no, unlike like recreational drugs, you know, you, you, might, you get addicted to, the, to, 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 you know, more of a, a, a brain addiction, you know, a feeling, right? But, but for, for medicine, it's, it's, it's a body addiction, right? So, it's stuff that you're not aware, right? So to me, I'm like, wow, okay, no problem. I, I can stop this anytime, right? So, but, you know, by the eighth year, 
my mom refused to to let me you know, let me stop this, right? So so when I was mm -hmm. 18, when I turned 18, I rebelled. Uh, uh, I actually I left. I moved out. Uh, I actually I got married at like freaking 19 uh, uh, with with my college sweetheart. She didn't even know about it, man. She didn't even know I got married until <laughs> until three four months later. So we were, oh my. that's I'm telling you, we were in such a bad bad relationship. You know, it's because. You know, I, at one point I really hated her because I felt, you know, it, that all you care is about your own pride and all you care is about your own reputation and you don't give a fuck about your son. She never once, uh, you know, people say, yo, people say she's such a powerful businesswoman. She got so many, so many, so many leads, so many directions. Why don't she hook you up with a job or something? I always found my own job. I always found my own job. Uh, uh, and also had no problem with Tourette syndrome, finding jobs, you know. But my mom never wanted to set me up or hook me up anything. So because because I know she won't tell other people. I know that mm. that, that that I that I, I embarrass her, right? She don't mm. want to say it, but I know that you know she feel embarrassed, especially when people find out I have Tourette, and 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 she cares so much about her reputation. Mm. She cares so much about. Unfortunately, I have to say it, she cares so much about her own her own money. And 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 she will rather let me suffer, you know. But like, as a parent now, looking back, you know, you know, I I I honest I understand her pain and struggle a lot more. Mm -hmm. I understand she feel guilty, she feel responsible for all this, you know. While she feeling that she's guilty and she's responsible for my well being, she's she's being blinded by her by her guilty conscience, so she doesn't see. The way she act out in defensive of her own pain and trauma and she's laying out on other people she don't see it you know but as a parent i, I saw that you know and it's it's a very a very tough experience so so mm -hmm. another, another thing i want to throw in about asian culture when it comes to mental health let me give you a very very interesting example yeah, you know throughout my career advocacy i met a lot of people online a lot of parents uh whether they have Tourette's or they have kids with Tourette's, they follow me. <laughs> and they ask me a lot of questions because I'm always very candid. I, I'm very, very transparent, you know. So uh, I met a, a, a couple, a, a, a mom, uh, she lives in, she's in Texas right now. Uh, so a couple years back, uh, she, she was very well-to-do living in Beijing, China at the time. And, you know, because they because they caught the financial boom. So, so mm. they were very rich. They were, you know, she talked about, you know, when you come to the US, you become a slave to a, lot of, to a lot of things you own, right? But in China, you know, because of the half and half system, so you, you could really enjoy your life, you know? I mean, so, but the only problem she said, you know, in China was, you know, her son have Tourette syndrome. <laughs> and um, she, Kept on hearing people talking about uh, the way West Western world perceive uh, Tourette syndrome differently from China. Mm, absolutely. Uh, but she couldn't see the difference until she finally came here. Uh, so what she told me is very very interesting because she said she said despite she was she was well to do, uh, despite China has China is not completely ignorant about mental health. Uh, conditions, but she said, you know, because China for for millennia has always been the most populous uh, nation uh, in the world. So China has always been competitive, uh, extremely competitive. You can also think of mm -hmm. India, and you know, having the same same same, same impact in come to population. So mm -hmm. so because of competitiveness, so there is a lot more struggle among among people and on top of that because of the competitive nature for the most populous nation um it's difficult to 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 focus on on small groups mm. or individual needs so then so so basically uh, if you have Tourette's they might basically treat you like the 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 law the, the, the wider end of the spectrum rather narrow down to you only interesting right? yeah so so she feel she feel like you know everyone's equal right everyone equal in china is not just because of communism you know it's be, it's been going on for a long time it's because you have a lot of people you run into this kind of thing that's why 
you know, certain political system fits certain country, right? Because that's how it is, you know. You know, so so when she came here to the U.S., she realized, wow, you know, in the U.S., people can actually feel special. People can actually feel empowered and feel proud for having a condition that was otherwise uh, hidden or shunned uh, yes. in, in, in China. But here, not only you have the wide, uh, you know, spectrum of ways of tackling the wider range of mental health conditions, but then at the same time, you have all this focus on little things. And so she said, wow, you know, it's great that my son, my son here, he finally received this specialized attention that he couldn't have living in China. On top, because even though he's specialized due to mental health condition, you know, he, he could feel he could feel great about it. You know, so 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 that's why she 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 followed me because she 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 she's excited to see uh, another Chinese with Tourette syndrome who is so open about, mm -hmm. about what Tourette syndrome is and so willing to share. At the same time, she told me these things and really opened my mind. I'm like, wow, you know, I never thought that way. That's why, you know, uh, you know, I'm also very much into political activism. You know, I often say, yes, China have a lot of problems. You know, U.S. talk about China have human rights issue, but come on. U.S. got a lot of human rights issue ourselves, right? But U.S. also have, you know, very advanced, you know, civil rights history, right? Civil, right? It goes, it goes back. So compared to a lot of country, you know, China is is beginning to explore uh, immigration policies. You know, mm. now they're having a lot more expat, but you know, at the same time, you know, even back in the seventies, they were very, 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 very welcoming for African nations. You know. But it's not diverse like the U.S., so they don't have a lot mm. of these problems. So I really feel that you know, instead of being and being having all this animosity um, toward China, you know, U.S. could be a, a great role model when it comes to sharing sharing tips on civil rights and sharing tips on mental health, right? Um, um, yep, trying that's to help. Point. <laughs> yeah, trying to help them to understand how to how to be proud and how to sh how to. You know, work the awareness. You know, work the awareness on on, hmm. on, 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 on a better angle. You know, and you so, know, we, 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 we need to transition. The I think it's awesome that you're you're very vocal and you're not letting the tourists hold you back. And I think that's totally awesome. In fact, I saw you you you're on a lot of podcasts. In fact, I saw that you were on a podcast called My My uh, My Voices my Have Tourists. Yes. And is an award-winning, multi-award-winning mental health neurodiversity comedy group. And they won a ton of awards out of Finland, yeah. Iceland, and Sweden. Can you, can you show more about the group and what they do? And what, what was it like being yeah. on their podcast? Yeah. Uh, the funny guy name is Dan Zarin. Dan Zarin, that's the funny guy. Uh, while I know, it was interesting. You know, one of the first things I, I told him on the show is that, uh, you know, that, that, that how well... English is spoken in Iceland. So the host of the show, he's actually from the States, actually. But he lived, he lived in, in, in Iceland. Uh, how I found the show? Because I, I, I first appeared, one of my first Tourette podcasts was featured on TourettePodcast.com. Tourette Central wow. Podcast. Um, the, this guy, Ben Brown, uh, he's been running Tourette Central Podcast uh, for, right now, I think they're on... 14th season already, yeah. Uh, and, and, and this podcast is recognized by uh, Tourette Association. Uh, so I first appeared on that. I think I remember I was on season eight, episode 13. The, the, the title is uh, uh, Sticking Out a Tongue Like a Snake. So, so I was on that first, right? And, and, and I, I became a friend with the host. Uh, and I was also in a lot of Tourette syndrome, syndrome groups in Facebook, such as Tourette Syndrome Support Group. It's got like over 12,000 members on there. So Dan Zarin from My Voice Have Tourette is on there, but he doesn't really know me yet. So, so, so one day I'm on Twitter because uh, my, my handle, Fabulously Tourette, uh, 
I, I draw on the screen. You can find me on Instagram, also Twitter. Um, uh, so on Twitter, I was tweeting about, about Tourette's and things like that. And uh, a band from the Tourette podcast tagged me in a post from My Voice Have Tourette's. And I said, yo, yo, Peter, you should join. You're a funny guy, you know? So I, 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 I responded. I like to respond with video message. It doesn't matter which platform, you know? So I actually respond my face on Twitter. And I and I cracked some kind of a joke, you know. So so they liked it, right? And and then they liked it. So but I didn't appear on until a month, a month later, right? And I was very honored to be on the show when I found out it's a war-winning show, and uh, it's hosted by a comedian. I know I know I'm funny, right? I know a lot of times when I try to be funny, I'm be corny, right? But when, when I don't try to be funny, I'm pretty funny. So uh, that's how I got on the show, you know. I had a good time, man. Um, as a matter of fact, I had such a good time, uh, we missed three questions, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we went all off topic, and we talked about a bunch of stuff, you know. So I, I had a really good time on the show. And, uh, you know, besides being funny, uh, you know, the host of the show knows a lot about the subject, you know, not to mention, you know, he has hosted a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, interesting people on the spectrum, you know. So mm. uh, they are on my voice have Tourette's. It's on uh, on Instagram, it's on Twitter, it's on YouTube, and you can yeah, people can definitely find them and check out their podcast and listen to these wonderful stories. And also, Tourette Syndrome Podcast is another great place to listen to very cool stories. You know? Cool. And I also saw that I saw your video. You, you like to do rap music and and photography. Do they help with uh, co- uh with you cope, to cope with your conditions? Yeah, I was gonna throw on a beat, but has some tech- technical difficulties. So, but yeah, you know, I I, I love you know people can check out my rap all the time. You know, you know, and a lot of time I start with you know Fabrice Tourette that rap attack. I'm coming at you live, LinkedIn with Nathan coming at you talking about ADHD, OCD, how I grew up as Asian in New York City. You know, things like that. You know, so I'm a freestyle. I'm a freestyle rapper. So I make up lyrics in my head or. I talk about what I see, what I touch. So, uh, you know, people ask me, yo, man, you don't, you, don't, you don't always rhyme. I say, yo, when it comes to freestyle rap, it's not just about rhyming, it's about flowing, right? So, mm. so, so I, 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 I started, you know, rapping about subject of Tourette's uh, about two years ago, and, and I got better and better. And, and so, so every year, uh, between May 15 and June 15, it's a uh, Tourette Syndrome Awareness Month, mm-hmm. and I, I I do a lot of these Tourette rap, and I post them everywhere: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and, and, and at this point, I've been freestyle rapping as a hobby for 20 years. At this point, I don't care anymore. In the beginning, I got shy, you know, and people say you suck. I actually take it, you know. I don't know. I actually I actually feel it. No, I don't care anymore. You know, I, I, I don't want I always talk about it. I don't, I don't want to win a Tony or a Grammy. I just want to have fun because Tourette's syndrome is therapy. You know? Yes. Uh, people say, because Tourette's, you know, I have a lot of, I'm very fast. That's why, you know, that's why I'm very proud of um, Joe Biden's battle with stuttering. And people say he's senile, right? But no, man, he's been battling stuttering all his life. Whenever he, he stopped talking, as if he forgot words, he look away. You know, these are all defensive mechanisms he developed in trying to come back. You know, when I have Tourette syndrome, people, people also stutter when they have Tourette because our mind is faster than our mouth. Ah, right? uh, yes. So that's why, that's why I find freestyle rap therapeutic because, you know, I got to stop throwing at me and I'm just going to grab. Crap, 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 yeah, you know? I love it. So, 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 and at the same time, you know, it put me in a zone, right? When it comes to suppressing Tourette's, you don't really have a, you don't really have a, a, a non-chemical way of really suppressing it. So I think only medicine and chemical can actually really stop the ticks, right? But a lot of times, you, if you have an apparatus, whether you have acupuncture needle, so there's an apparatus, um, it's called a, D, uh, a TMJ device. It's a jaw, right? It's an orthodontic mm. device that you bite onto it. It basically 
controls the TMJ. So TMJ is it's 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 a it's a set of of muscles and nerve endings. Uh, it's basically you have on your, on your cheekbone, right? You have the behind the ear, and you have right here on the on the tip of the shoulder, right? So when, my, when acupuncture needles are put into this point, you, it really locks most of your ticks. It can actually lock vocal tick. It even lock your thoughts. ADHD, oh, wow. OCD, you can actually lock a lot of things. It's, it's really amazing. So this TMJ device, you bite on it because your jaw is associated part of the, this whole system. So the theory behind this apparatus is that uh, your jaw may not be closing correctly. So there are, there are specific like holes in your jaws that oxygen goes up and feed the brain. So your brain is getting off, cutting off from oxygen that mm. causes ticks. So by biting on this device, it basically it, it forced the jaw to close uh, correctly. And so these ticks will go away. But once you take it off, everything come back. So so the, 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 the kid I mentioned earlier um, from Texas, his mom uh, used this on him. So he, he, he basically had this thing. It's like a retainer, right? He basically had this thing in his mouth for like three years. And you know what? No such thing as free lunch. Because three years later, they found out that this device, despite it controlled all the ticks, despite it's supposed to help you uh, change the position of your jaw, but his teeth was grown on the previous jaw, right? Oh. So now the jaw has been, has been corrected. So 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 now the teeth wouldn't close, right? So so now they have oh to do gosh. something else to fix it, right? So uh, so but but going back to what I said before, you know, there are specific um, muscle groups and, and nerve endings where you can really magically make the tick stop. You know? Oh, that's awesome! And uh, back to the other thing you were mentioning like for the the tourists, I think you said awareness month or something. Uh, are you also doing other events? Like marathons or something. Oh yeah, see the shirt. Yeah, this shirt, right? So you ask me where the shirt awesome. comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. This shirt. Um, um, there is a 5K Tourette Syndrome National Awareness Walk. Wow. Every May, because May 15 to June 15 is Tourette Syndrome Awareness Month. So every every month uh, after May 15, uh, this walk is usually in New York City, hmm. because. Uh, this walk is created by Tourette Association of America. And uh, I grew up in Bayside, Queens. And it just happened so Tourette Syndrome Association of America headquarters is in Bayside, Queens. So it's very wow. Long. Yeah. So it's <laughs> incredible. Uh, I, I, uh, I went to <clears throat> see, I, I went to the walk three years ago. And but I, I didn't have time that, that two years later and then. COVID-19, you know, so, so that's, mm -hmm. I haven't walked again. So this is the reason why I have this shirt. But they had to walk for a long time already. But I, even though, see, see, I have always been advocating Tourette's since my first fist fights, you know, against my bullies. You know, my mom, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I used to go home in seventh grade. Every day I go to, go to I love school, man. I love school. You know, but, but, you know, at the same time, I dread school back in seventh grade because of the bullies. You know, I used to have stomach, stomach pain every day come out of nowhere and and teachers just 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 watch me get tormented so my mom said you know what you gotta use your fist so i gave i gave one of the biggest bully a black guy wow yo man it was great man i was throwing karate kicks bah, bah, bah. <laughs> man, and then i went to the principal office and then I, I was only here for two years principal office asked us to write this write a statement so the, the other american kid he squeezed out like freaking paragraph I dropped two pages, right? And then the principal was like, was like reading it. He's like, what, your mom said that you need to fight? Yeah. My, I said, yeah, my mom said so. Because my mom said, you know, adults in the room are doing nothing. So the only thing I can do is defend myself and use my own fist and prove a point. So my mom got called into the office. And very lucky, my mom, despite she's traditional in, in you know, in her own way, but... At the same time, because she grew up hard, she's a warrior. Right? She, she, was, she was a powerful executive lady. She, you know, she worked in uh, aeronautics. She competed with white men 
in the industry. And wow. she just she don't give a fuck, you know. She 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 thinks she's better than them, you know. So my mom went to the principal office and told the principal principal straight up, yeah, you guys don't do your job. You let my son get hurt. You don't do your job. So what else can he do but to use his own fist? Because you don't do your job. So so the principal got chewed out. Eventually, he even offered my mom the president uh, seat at the PTA. My mom was like, my mom was like, you know, my mom was like, yo. Don't be, uh, what do you call that? Uh, yeah, my mom said, don't try to, you know, sweet talk me out of this. You know, do your job <laughs> first, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that so, is so, an incredible story. Like, wow. So, so ever since then, you know, eighth grade, right? Uh, every new semester, I always put myself in front of the class and I tell everyone what Tourette syndrome is, who I am, where I'm from, why I do this. I don't want people to assume who I'm not. I want mm. people to know who I am. So, so yes. later on, working in different jobs, I interview. I always very upfront, very honest about my condition because you know, seriously, my conditions is protected by American Disability Act. At the same time, despite you have disability, that don't mean you cannot do everything else like everybody else, right? That Absolutely, right? Yeah. So, so, but I never wanted to join uh, Tourette Syndrome Association for any events. Because like a lot of people who have Tourette's, they, were af- they, they are afraid yes. of, of, of uh, hanging around with other people who have Tourette's because they trigger them, right? Mm. Even though I, I, don't have any, I don't have any tick right now, but you tick and I see you tick and I will tick too. And also a lot of times these ticks, I have, I have I ticked them before, but, but my mind forgot about it. So now you tick, I see it. And everything come back from the subconscious. So I used to be afraid of this. I'm thinking, damn, you know, these people are setting me off, you know. But then as I get older and older and I started meeting more and more people, I realized, so what they set me off, you know? It's a, it's a beautiful, it's a magical thing, you know. Yes. This, is, this is the mystery of, of, of mental health because you have consciousness, you have subconsciousness. And then it's amazing that, that these old memories get taken, taken out. You know what's so cool that when people trigger sticking on the tongue, my, what else get triggered? My antidote, my old way of stopping this, also come back. I used to push my tongue against the back of my teeth to stop this. So despite you trigger me, I bring back old memory. But at the same time, I also bring back old memory in how to cure it. Awesome. Yeah. We're almost out of time. So, including the last question. What can people do to help help support Tourette's? Oh well, you, you know there 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 is a at Tourette at Tourette Syndrome Association um, of America, you know, Facebook page. Uh, one of their mains uh, it says, you know, don't just know Tourette, you know, thinking you're helping Tourette's, you know, but you know Tourette and tell other people about Tourette's, and that's really helping. So. Yeah. So one of the one of the most important thing to to help other with Tourette's is 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 you know is awareness awareness as much awareness as possible you know uh, you know I I have been writing I wrote uh, two two to three op ads uh, published on uh, Asian American News ASAM News on Tourette's back in January Ted Cruz Senator Ted Cruz uh, was attacking Seth Rogen. And he used Tourette's. He basically said Seth Rogen was so dirty mouth, he had Tourette's syndrome. So I, I posted a Tourette video, and, and, and my thing didn't, it went half viral, right? And I wrote this up at, <coughs> I basically said, you know, people like Ted Cruz and their ignorance fuse my advocacy. Because you know what? Like we talk about how to help Tourette's, we have to, we have to continue to do the awareness and stop the assumption. You know, just like, you know, anti-Asian hate. You know, a lot of this stuff start with generalization, assumption, and don't assume, man. There, there are so much more knowledge and, and out, out there you can get educated by, you know. So, so really, the best way to help Tourette Syndrome community is stop assuming and start learning. Absolutely. I love that. Okay, great. And in closing, the, being, no, uh, being no divergent with conditions such as Tourette's means we are different, not broken. These differences should be celebrated. And like your rap is just so awesome. 
And most importantly, we are not alone. We are all together in this and we are stronger. Thank, thank, thank you everyone for listening and thank you, Peter, for coming on that. You are amazing and thank you for everything you do to advocate for Tourette's and, and for everything. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. If you ever want to do a part two, let me know. Sure, yep. And uh, th thank you everyone for uh, listening and catch, catch, catch the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay.